0: Comes the world's first superhero, Captain Caveman. Now, the constant companion to the teenagers, Brenda, Dee Dee, and
1: Tappy, in their hilarious and sometimes scary mystery
2: mission. Welcome to Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast
0: on the planet.
2: Bienvenidos Empacadores Sin Fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay.
1: Packers Without Board is the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers.
2: Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte.
1: So, Matt LeFleur comes out and says that he's not comfortable with anybody not being there. That's one thing for some of the vets. I kind of would have liked to see Sammy Watkins there. I think he should have been there. But what is it, next week? Next week is the week?
2: Yeah, we've got, look, they're voluntary. It's disappointing, to say the least, for not only Packer fans, but Coach is visibly upset at this point, which for me is, look, he's the leader. Of that team, regardless of what the players do. And he's setting a standard for these guys. And, you know, like Jair not being there is a little bit confusing to me because after not being there for an entire year and just getting paid, you just got paid, dude. So, you know, those little things and I get it. It's voluntary, but it's just it's disappointing, right? It's not aggravating and I'm not angry. It's just it's disappointing because you have a goal. You want to win a Super Bowl. You have a bunch of new faces. You have a new special teams coordinator. You're in the second year of a defense. Um, the offense is going to be completely revamped at this point. Right. Or I don't know. Do we want to say revamped? Cause it's really not right. I guess he's just going to implement what he wants to do and he's installing. He talks about it. He talked about we're going to pick three plays and we're going to install it. Cause when you come for training camp, we don't want it to be the first time you hear something. And that's the, that's the the visual. Concern that he has, like, where are you guys? Like, that's that's the vibe I'm getting from Matt Lafleur.
1: Well, Sammy Watkins should be there because he's got to learn the uh, playbook. Mm-hmm. Um, Jair, I'm back and forth on because, again, <clears throat> as a corner, you can get better reps, you can get better workouts. You know, doing your own stuff on your own. He shows up to uh, next week, and that's that's a different story. The Bakhtiari's situation is the one that bothers me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And and this is why it bothers me. So we kept waiting. We kept waiting. We kept waiting. We kept waiting. And we didn't get to see him until dang near January. And then he shows up in the Detroit game. And he seems okay. And he doesn't play the second half. And then he can't play because he's re-aggravated that injury. And then they got to go back in there. And they got to work on it again. That's never good. It's never good that they got to go back in and people go, oh, you know that happens. it's never good when that happens. It's never good. And then he's not out there pushing with the ones. he's in the rehab group. now, if that changes next week and he's out there pushing with the ones, then never mind what I said. But if he is still in the rehab group next week and not pushing, yeah, we have an issue. We have a major, major issue, and that may be a he can't come back. These knee injuries they can be career enders. I mean, any any injury has the potential of being a career career ender, and any injured in, injury. You know, look at like a uh, Goldberg and uh, Terry Crews and guys who get abdominal injuries and a core muscle injury that they just can't fix and. They can never come back they they just can't play football but Bakhtiari concerns me I know everybody's talking about it we're going to talk about it a little bit Bakhtiari concerns me this is not good if he is not pushing with the ones next week I I don't think he I don't think he plays I think we have a I think we have a major issue with Bakhtiari because Jenkins is out there he's with the rehab group and he should be with the rehab group and he should be with the rehab group Basically the entire camp. Mm -hmm. I mean, his injury late in the year, we should, you know, see it. We should see, you know, him pushing with the ones maybe week three or week four. But Bakhtiari should be a thousand percent ready to go. And he is not. And that's a major issue because now we are on the beginning of year two of his rehab. Mm -hmm. That's not good. That's just not good. So let's put the Bakhtiari speculation a little aside and let's see what happens next week, because it is voluntary OTAs. These are, you know, team activities that are voluntary. So maybe he's just going to work with the rehab group and not push with the ones right away. And they're going to make sure that he has been doing his rehab in the off season. You know, these guys do disappear for a couple of months out of the year. So who knows what he was doing? Maybe he was sitting on the couch, eating cheesies and uh playing halo who knows right so when we get into next week if he's not pushing with the ones or at least the twos there's a there's a major issue with bakhtiari major and and you can quote me on it june 1st you can quote me on it it's
2: it's concerning because we keep going back I understand it's the off season. I understand there's not a lot to talk about. We're going to harp on certain things over and over again, because it's very telling that as a team, right? The biggest question marks are wide receiver and offensive line. Everything else is set, dude. Like if Jair doesn't come back early on in the season or doesn't, isn't it a hundred percent initially and they have to hold him back a little bit. We've got Douglas, and Stokes and we've had an entire year of that already so I'm not worried about that I don't I mean,
1: think Jair is a problem it's a shoulder thing and you know I know you mentioned he didn't show up to uh, voluntary and I agree with you I I don't like that uh, uh, but the corners can get better reps working out with a professional individual one-on-one like look at look at Gary what he does all offseason right He's getting those reps, getting those reps, getting himself stronger. So maybe he's doing things like working those shoulders and working that, you know, that sort of thing. Jair, it's not too concerning. He doesn't show up next week. Suddenly he pops up on the concerning, right?
2: Yeah. But would you pay somebody $84 million if you knew he was hurt? No, that, that's the biggest thing. And with defense, to be clear, it's not a timing thing. It's a read and react. It's very different. He doesn't have to be out there the way that you expect a wide receiver to be out there with the quarterback to get timing down. Same thing with a running back and the handoffs and making sure that everything's clean. And I understand that this stuff comes around. They've had a year under their belt. But but still, it, it, would, be, it would have been nice to have Jair out there lining up against Christian Watkins. And or Watson and Sammy Watkins and Romeo Dobbs and or Dobbs and Toure and all these boys just to go up against the best corner in the league or arguably one of the best corners in the league and and like we said last year right when we remember that Jair was going up against Adams two years ago and he was getting burned in practice and burned in practice why because he was going against the best wide receiver in the league that same. and then Stokes had to go through this again. And look how look look at the fruit of the labor of av- actually having your rookie cornerback be forced into action against Devontae Adams, who showed up all off season to help these guys, and it helps the team. That that's my concern with this: is you should be out there for your teammates in the sense of trying to get them up to speed. And look. We've said this over and over again. Everybody has their routines. Everybody has their offseason routines that they want to go through. But again, concerns red flag for me is Bakhtiari right now. Big um Elvin Jenkins is probably on schedule. We don't know. I mean he, he looked was-
1: pretty good working out in the rehab on the sidelines there. He he looked pretty good range of motion, pretty good movement. But you know what? Bakhtiari looked the exact same way last year. So I'm not even going to say anything about Jenkins' recovery because clearly I have no idea. I thought Bakhtiari was ready to go week one.
2: Right. So who do you think, assuming that David Bakhtiari once again is gone, is it John Runyon who's going to step into that role then? Or who is it? What's Josh the Josh Nyman?
1: Josh <laughs> Nyman
2: Should be. Josh right? Nyman.
1: And if we lose Bakhtiari for another year, I think we may lose Bakhtiari permanently. I think he may be a cap casualty a cut casualty a injury casualty this may be a uh, we're going to release him on his own cognizance or cut him listen I mean this is all speculation and really next week we'll have our answers right the the couple of things I do want to talk about are uh, the two standouts so I'm watching Christian uh, Watson and Mm -hmm. uh, basically anything that gets thrown within about eight yards of him he's catching he's got a huge catch radius he's got unbelievable believable body control he bends himself in half he catches it three miles behind him no problem with both hands twists himself around and and lands and goes like this guy is this this is a number one this is a number one and then the other guy that pops up on the radar and we talked about this last pod with Lazar is Dobbs and Mm -hmm. Dobbs looks fantastic Dobbs is catching with both hands he's got quick hands they and they're late hands they come up at just at the last second and man he sees that ball right through like he is technically sound technically sound and his movement when he does his little routes is his, his little bit of jukes and head shakes man those are going to look good after working with Cobby for a whole summer I'm I tell you Dobbs is standing out for me as a
2: potential number two absolutely and with Christian, people are talking about well, he's had a drop every day in practice. Well, no shit. It's that's it's, when you do it.
1: That's he, when you do it.
2: You exactly. get it all
1: out now.
2: Exactly. And then
1: they're out there in high winds. Poor Jordan Love is trying to throw into the wind. The ball is starting to get a little bit of a little bit of duck fever to it there. And they're oh, well, he dropped that one. Come on. Come on. Let's see the man get behind center and start whipping balls at, uh, at Watson at the speed that, come out of, that comes out of Roger's arm. And let's see him start dropping them then. If we remember correctly, we have to use our thinking caps, but when Brett Favre was humming them in in 96, 97, and 98, when he won his back-to-back-to-back MVPs, not only were wide receivers in practice dropping balls, But they were getting fingers broken, too.
2: That's what I was going to say. Yeah, they were getting their fingers broken. And
1: Donald Driver got his starting position because broken finger or not, he caught everything. Mm -hmm. Right? Everybody's got it. this is when they're supposed to make mistakes. This is why you do the practice. The guys out there, all the cameras are on them. Everybody's going, hey, Christian. Oh, you're going to replace Defonte. Oh, how's it feel? And Christian's out there going... Man, I'm a young kid. Remember, these guys are like 20 for crying out loud. They just figured out how that thing between their legs actually works and where to point it, right? Like, they've just started figuring out life. And then the guy drops a ball, and all of these quote-unquote reporters are going, wow, he's terrible. Go out there and you catch a ball. Come on. You know who you are, Bukaki. Get your ass out there and catch a ball. Catch one ball. Catch one ball. From a jugs machine. We'll give you 10 tries. Okay. Don't, don't. This is when you're supposed to do it. This is when, you know what? We had guys, when we played, when I played and when I coached, we had guys who were in practice and they never took practice seriously. And they always dropped balls. We had DBs that would try and catch them behind their heads and have these bets and stuff. And when they they got in the game, they were laser focused and there was never a mistake. Right. Let's just, let's just take a deep breath. Okay, let's just take a deep breath. You know how many drop balls Devontae Adams had in games his first two years? Okay, let's take a deep breath. Christian Watson is going through his first, what is this, six days he's been there now? Yes, it's been a week. It's been a week. A a, a bloody week? Oh, he's dropping balls. Listen, don't make a comment until your balls drop. How about that?
2: Yep. (laughs) And we joke about it, but I don't know why they put so much importance on this. Just let the kid be and let him develop. Let him figure this out. Let him figure out what he needs to do. Let him learn from Randall Cobb. Let him learn from the veterans that are going to help him get to the point where he needs to get started the the season. And you know what? He's not going to light the world on fire, like a Justin Jefferson, or he might, you don't know anything. You won't know until it's game time. You don't
1: know until it's game time, period. Okay. You won't know until it's game time, period. Again, same thing goes. You had the guys that were screwing around. You had other guys who were practice players and in practice, they were incredible. And then they got out there and the whistle went and their brains turned off. Right. Let me let me see. Let me see him in a couple of games, two three games. Let me give me at least. Let's get a little piece of his work here, and then we can see if he's out there dropping absolutely everything. I mean, geez, man, who didn't drop balls last year? Who didn't? Name one guy who didn't drop balls last year.
2: And there's like nautical winds that are swirling through Nitski. You can
1: can hear it.
2: Yes. (laughs)
1: All you can hear on the video is this and yet the flags are just barely hanging on for dear life. And Jordan Love is out there flinging it into the, I don't know why he's throwing into the wind. I guess it's to help with his arm strength or help learn to do it. I guess that's what he's doing. You know, in OTAs, you think you make it a little easier for the guy. And then they're like, oh, he's dropping balls. Get the fuck out of here. Go, go, get out of here. Get out of here. You know, what's interesting is JJ Molson, Bye-bye. After a couple of days of kicking, bye-bye. That's it. Back to Mason Crosby. And who's the other guy? Um, uh, 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 they have another kicker. I can't remember his name. But they got uh, they're, they're down to two. And it looks like Mason Crosby is the... Uh, he's got it figured out. He's got the chili dippers out of his uh, swing. He's uh, refocused. And I'm sure... You know, he's had a long talk with Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure he had a long talk with the team and with Goot and with Lafleur and everybody. And he's like, "Listen, man. Uh, Everly? Everly. Yeah, yeah uh, Don Everly
2: sure. was the guy that they signed. And when they got rid of they brought those three guys in, JJ's gone, and Everly's in. And immediately, Mason Crosby makes a comment about Basatya and just how professional. The difference, like he can tell the difference from last year to this year immediately, holding people accountable. And look, he didn't miss a field goal, 56, 54, 42, 48, 45, just all over the place, not missing it. And that was with the wind to his back, which is, just so you know, it is not any easier to kick with the wind from a directional standpoint. Yeah, distance is fine, but direction, you have to hit the ball cleanly with regardless. I can't kick a field goal. I
1: can't kick a field goal. 10 yards, five yards, 20 yards. I can't kick one. There is something in my brain that will not allow me to get the ball up off the ground. I, I don't know what it is. I literally, I worked out with uh, our special teams coach and the kicking staff because I really wanted to learn how to kick. I'm watching these guys boom in and I can punt. I can punt. I can spiral punt that sucker, you know, good 45, 50 yards. No problem but I cannot kick a field goal. And to this day, I can't. Even when I was out there coaching and the guys, come on, coach, come on, man. I can I can, I can, can hit the goal line. <laughs> yeah. I can kick it through the end zone. It's going to roll the whole way. So, you know, you get a lot of these, again, I use the air quotes, experts who have never kicked a ball in their life. And they say, oh, well, you know, Mason Crosby's McKess. Shut, shush, shush. Don't, don't. Don't tell me how to perform open heart surgery if you're a school bus driver. Okay? Don't tell me how to win the PGA Masters if you're the 7-Eleven clerk. Okay? Don't. Don't. Be that. Do that. You know, there's a reason why when you listen to guys like A.J. Hawk and Charles Woodson and Shannon Sharp Mm -hmm. and, you know what, even, even Troy Aikman, right? There's a reason why when they talk to you, look at Tony Romo, when these guys speak about the game and the nuances and the little idiosyncrasies and the behind the scenes, the reason why you take them so seriously is because they fucking did it, man. They did it. So when you see these guys that have a little blue check mark and they go off on a rant, blah, blah, blah. Remember one thing, these freaking guys didn't even make their high school team. Didn't even make their high school team. Okay
2: it's a brand it's a click clickbait. it's their job to stir up the fan base positive or negative but you're right if you haven't done it don't make the comment i was the place kicker for the rugby team but it was not like a, a football timing kick where you have the long snapper snapping it holding it down boom kick off this was a drop kick you know where you would drop the ball on its point and then kick it off that's the way that, that I usually kicked field goals. And it is, it's a timing thing, but look, if Mason can just be back to being Mason, it's going to fix a lot of the issues that we had with special teams, just, just in the kicking game itself. Right. And then you start looking at punt coverage, kick coverage is a lot of what I'm seeing them focus on quite a bit. And I'll be curious to see how much I understand it's OTAs and a lot of people haven't shown up, but the rotation of players that they're using on special teams is kind of interesting to me who they're using at gunner, who they're not using at gunner, you know, on these different formations. I'm curious to see if, if Bisacci is going to be using more than 25% of the starters on, on special teams. That's something else I want to be looking at as we go through this. And another reason why it's important to have these guys on the team, but then again, at the same time, you know what all of these rookies and all of these guys trying to prove themselves are getting more reps than they would if the veterans were in. So there, it, it's, it's a catch-22, man. You're trying to develop a rapport with the entire team, but you also want to see what you have with your players. Um, but, yeah, I just walked away from that. Matt LaFleur, with everything that we talked about, just the biggest takeaway was that LaFleur was visibly upset.
1: Wichita, Kansas, from the UK, from Los Angeles, from northern Wisconsin, from Nova Scotia, from the Derby City, Louisville, Kentucky, from Central Illinois, from Southern Cali, from Turkey, Omaha, Nebraska, from California, from Melbourne, Australia, from Chicago, Illinois, from the UK, go pack go, go pack go, and go pack go, go pack go. Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can catch us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcast.
2: And don't forget to follow us on Patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders for some exclusive content behind the scenes. Check out our merchandise on TeePublic Packers Without Borders.
1: Peace! Go Pack Go! Packers Without Borders. Packers Without Borders. Packers Without Borders.
2: Packers Without Borders.
1: Packers Without Borders.
2: Packers Without Borders. Packers Without Borders.
1: Packers Without Borders. 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 The greatest podcast on the planet.
2: Like he was trying to hold back and do coach speak and he's not very good at coach speak. He wears, uh, it just, he's very even keeled in his tone and how he talks, but you can tell from the words he's speaking to specific players and he's already addressed the players that he knows have the right to not be there. He addressed the Aaron Rodgers stuff a long time ago and said, he doesn't need to be here. I'm not concerned about that. But with Jair, he did say, well, if he was here, you know, then we'd be doing that. If he was here, then we'd be doing that. That's more of a shot across the bow type of comment where it's not like, oh, we don't need Jair here. There was none of that. There was, if he was here, we'd be doing this. Kind of like, dude, we're missing you. We need you here so we can implement our game plan. Because he's trying to implement, that. that's part of what you're looking at here. You have an offensive-minded coach who has a top five potential defense that he can run his offense against to see what works and doesn't work. Right. So having your horses on the defensive side is just as important as on the offensive side because he's implementing his game plan. Now it's he said it's like three plays a day that he's bringing in that he's showing to these players because he does not want them to show up to training camp and have to implement a whole new game plan or try to put down. He wants to know what he needs to throw away and what he's going to be utilizing throughout training camp. And he's visibly upset. So what are your final thoughts on just the week and what you've seen? And again, the players, obviously people are going to stand out. People are not. But what's kind of your final thoughts on as we head into the end of this week?
1: It wouldn't be the Packers off season without a bunch of drama. And you know what? We're going to see next week. I bet you half of the drama goes away and half of the questions go away next week. And of course, a couple more questions are going to pop up afterwards. Why isn't this guy here? Why isn't this guy doing that? This and that. You know what? No need to hit the panic button just yet. We're months away, months away. A lot happens in 24 hours, right? A lot happens in 24 hours. I think everybody just needs to take a deep breath. And uh, you know what? Kristen Watson looks like a star and Dobbs looks like a superstar. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty pleased about that. I can tell you that. What a steal, right? Right. Oh, totally, totally a great steal. Totally a great steal. Yeah. So was, listen, was, yeah. I, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna mention something. I wanna announce something because we've been kind of teasing it and we've been playing with it a little bit. And I, and I said last episode, okay, we're gonna announce it. So do you want, do you wanna say it? No, you go ahead. Okay. So on June 9th, Bruce and his lovely wife Paulina are getting on a plane from El Paso. And they're flying almost all the way here. It's actually quite almost. a bit, cheaper, quite a bit yeah. cheaper to just stop before the border and drive the hour across the border. But they're coming to Canada. They're coming here. I uh, We're finally going to meet in person. I, I'm i giddy at night. <laughs> I'm laying in bed like, Bruce and I are going to do this, and we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this. <laughs>
2: It has been an amazing journey, buddy, going from DMing and Twitter, sending nude pics to each other to all of a sudden now. <laughs> no. It my wife is just as excited as I am about this because this has really been I just I can't believe we're almost a year in. We started Father's Day. We're almost on the on the dot. We're gonna be able to do a pod together in person. It's going to be a little bit different there. Just kind of, because what the fuck are we going to do? Are we going to talk into the same microphone? Are we going to have separate microphones? Are we going to... We,
1: we'll put the microphone between us and Lady in the Tramp style it.
2: There you go. <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> That'll work. That'll work best, I think, actually. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. So we've got quite the extravaganza kind of plan. So we've got, uh, I mean, you're going to, it's a quick stay. It's a quick stay, right? Like it's 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 late Thursday, and then you're gone, you know, uh, or Sunday morning. So it's a quick stay. um We've got okay. So uh, we're we're going to do the 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 zoo because the zoo is world famous. We have a polar bear exhibit. In fact, they they added another polar bear. This polar bear has retired from the movies, and now he's going to be in the exhibit. So there should be three or four different polar bears, and we can get you know within inches of these things. Of course. They're behind, you know, bulletproof glass or whatever type of glass that they sure. use. I don't, who knows, but there's a, an actual, like a great big pool that they swim in and we can go in a tunnel underneath and watch them swim above us, right? Complete world-class, right? We'll, we'll do the zoo thing. Then we're going to go to the forks, which is like the meeting place for Winnipeg, one of the high, you know, this, this is the touristy thing that you have to do right so we'll go to the forks we'll have a nice lunch right on the river you know it'll be majestic blah 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 and then we got to race home and pick up my kids from school yep <laughs> and then we're going to a steakhouse and uh, uh we we love to get the fish and chips because it's manitoba pickerel so it's fresh pickle and then we get uh, uh the steak uh, uh the nine ounce steak and we we cut everything in half we usually get an extra plate and just kind of swap it right absolutely That's the best. That's my wife and I, we like to do that. It's like, do you like this? I like this too. Okay, you order this, I'll order this. Well, and we'll get another plate, right? And then, uh, you know, Friday night, maybe a little uh, campfire songs by the bonfire, a couple of drinks. Then we got Saturday. This is huge for my town. It's called Chicken Days. And it's kind of to celebrate, you know, the spring and the planting and all the chickens that are hatching. And so they have, it's called chicken races and it's little chickadees, right? Like these mm-hmm. things are just like weeks old and I'm not sure what they put on them. If it's like chalk or charcoal or, or you know, it's something that's not going to harm the chick, the, the little chick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they spray paint them. They hold them down, spray paint them. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I, I haven't seen it personally. There might even be, maybe they put little tags on. I, who knows, who knows, right? <laughs> They, they click a button right on his head Yeah, face. they staple, no, they they staple a... No, no, no. Yeah, they
2: staple it. Hot glue gun. <laughs> <laughs> hold hold <laughs> on. I have to... Okay, hot glue gun. I have to confess when, when my daughter, uh, my first daughter was was born. She had like hair. It wasn't like a clean head of hair that when she was born, she had a little like nets of hair all over the place. So I come home from work. And of course, my mother-in-law, my wife shaved her head completely off to oh. i guess come out apparently that's some sort of mexican thing that allows the hair to grow out whatever i thought it was ridiculous just let the kid have hair but what we do is once she got enough hair which is basically about two inches of hair there would be tiny little rubber bands sticking out so she'd have like these two little antennas yeah. but because there was nothing to be able to put on there we would actually use hot glue oh my on god on the bow oh okay Okay. on the bow itself and then you'd kind of let it cool off a little bit we would actually stick the bows on her head with like a hot glue gun glue that makes This
1: explains this explains so much it
2: explains so much doesn't it good lord so we have
1: the chicken we have the chicken races and then of course they have uh uh, wonder shows you know it's 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 your typical fair that you would see like in a great big walmart or something yeah they got a little They got a little Ferris wheel, they got like the teacups and, you know, two or three other little kind of kiddie rides, a couple little, I think there's like uh like the air gun shooting game where you got to shoot out the star and things like that. Right. Like it's, it's all about family and like there's beer gardens, there'll be live bands.
2: We're going to go from the beer garden to the teacups back to the beer garden, back to the teacups, beer garden, teacups until somebody can't make it anymore one time
1: for me once <laughs> i guarantee you. my son is already all over me he goes well you're gonna go on all the rides with me right dad and i said well you know what the beauty part about having bruce there is bruce can go on some of them with you too i can and he goes that. he goes yeah i kind of just want you to go on with me and i was like damn it
2: <laughs> wait, till he,
1: wait till he needs me it'll be fine it'll be fine he's he's he. He's got no sense of this is the kid that can go in my backyard and spin on, the di- on a dime for like an hour and walk away undizzy. I get up from the couch. I'm too fast and I'm dizzy. Okay.
2: <laughs> All right. So here's a question. Here's a serious question because yeah. you said about this. So we talked about this during the week and you're afraid of heights. So are you a roller coaster guy? hundred percent. Okay. All right.
1: hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, but more like a Six Flags or a. I don't like these ones that. Listen, we're gonna set it the up this Ricky weekend. Ones. Yeah. We're gonna set it up this weekend. Hopefully, all the bolts are on there. I want to see a permanent structure that has been there through a couple of winners. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like before I get on a death-defying, like I was on the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I I was on the Superman. The Superman was
2: scary as hell. Superman was awesome. Yeah, where the big old loop and you're kind of hanging and dangling. That's like the, the, what was it called? The one at a SeaWorld. It was like the Great White was the same. It was similar to Superman where you would hang there upside down and they would make you kind of just like kind of lighten. The the
1: Incredible Hulk does the whole thing and then it goes up like, like 10, 15 stories or something. And I have to sit near the front. Okay. If I sit at the back, I get motion sickness. If Mm -hmm. I sit within the first couple of rows of the front and I can see the track coming, it doesn't affect me at all. Right. But as soon as you get up to the, and then it just stops. And I thought, this is a weird place to have to get out. And then my brain realized, Oh, we're going to go backwards. (laughs) And, And it goes wham. And it does that whole thing we just did. And I'm completely backwards. I got out. I was green, green, like the Hulk green I couldn't go rest of the day ruined I had no idea it went backwards right couldn't even eat a chili dog nothing I was like sipping Sprite
2: <laughs> it was terrible nobody in my family my my wife is terrified of of roller coasters so the last 20 years of my life I've had to get on roller coasters by myself and she's kind of passed that on to my kids but I have finally convinced them to get on roller coasters with me every once in a while but I'm always the the scarier the better type of guy. Uh, I love. I
1: love. I will go on roller coasters with you, buddy. I will. Okay. Not these shit not ones. Me, they're gonna no. put in the parking lot. No, because it'll be the death of us.
2: A four-inch stake in 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 asphalt is not the way to hold down.
1: Nope. No, I'm 240 pounds, okay? You're going to swing me around on that thing? Centrifugal force alone says that four-inch stake ain't going to do it now.
2: <laughs> once, once the cart's on one side, the other side lifts up, and then it comes back down. And then it once you're on the other side, the other side lifts up. Yeah. Until oh, oh, don't
1: down. worry. That It's just flexing. No. No flexing. Period. <laughs> the right, one thing
2: I, I won't get on is those free fall drop things i will not do the free fall drop things dude i can't no way do free falls. no have you it, ever it, gone
1: bungee cord jumping
2: no i've jumped out of an airplane
1: I, I i went bungee cord jumping yeah no i went and and the worst part was is um so they had it at uh they have it they have it every year here and you guys are just going to miss it too that's the worst part they call it the red river exhibition and they they there's they have a spot and they put up roller coasters and all the rides and they're there for a few weeks right and they have everything like and it is it is huge it is yeah. a huge huge they've got a couple different types of roller coasters they have a midway the whole bloody shooting match and they had a bungee cord jumping right and so you go up and you pay the your yeah 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 and, and you pay your 65 bucks right okay do you want a video and i'm like no no my buddies are right here right everybody's got their phones out this would be good so we're waiting because they take one person up at a time to the top and then you get out of the crane and uh so we're waiting and the and the woman is up there and it's been a little while it's, it's been a couple of minutes like normally people get up to the top and within 30 40 seconds they're they jumped. Just push them on. yeah so yeah it's been a couple of minutes and everybody's like i wonder what's going on right and the ride guy is like she's taking her time and they're like click click on the radio okay listen she's either gotta go or like it's starting to line up like come on so she jumped and the whole time she's jumping i'm like look at her hair that's what i said because it looked like her hair was like this far out like three yeah. feet from her head she snaps up her hair slams on the ground she threw up but she was falling faster than the throw Shut up
2: What the fuck up And next. then the
1: guy goes the guy goes you're next <laughs> 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 My body's never stop laughing about that they always whenever i see them they go you're next
2: <laughs> So wait but is it far enough away to where you weren't getting like vomit splatter or, or... Went
1: right through the middle of the uh, right through the middle of the net because they got a big net Oh, right? so
2: that's it, fucking gross
1: Splattered on the ground and and the guy that works there like it was nothing little fire hose
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay who's next <laughs> <laughs> they let her down she's just white eyes rolling in her head passed out halfway through her friends are like she'll be okay Right. It's like she have a beer. Down. Yeah. She should sit down, maybe have a little sugar, you know, like just sit down for a couple of minutes and, and no, she'll be all right. She'll be all right. Right. Yeah. I went up and I said to the guy, I said to the guy on the way up, I said, Listen, I'm gonna put my toes on the edge. And the moment I shake my head, I said, You give me a shove. He goes, Well, I'm not supposed to. I said, You give me a shove, or we're gonna be up there all day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, because you're afraid of heights.
1: Oh yeah, I can't look down. But all the way down, I was thinking, this is how I die, (laughs) right? And it seemed like it was about four minutes. Yeah, It was probably like 11 seconds, right? Total, right? Not even 11 seconds, probably like six seconds total. And the whole way down, I was like, this is how I die. Head first at the Red River X. What an idiot. Why'd you have to go like this? And then you feel the yank. And the best part was, is I felt from my tailbone to the back of my neck, my spine straightened right Right out. oh it cracked like 15 times i got off and i was like this is the greatest i've ever felt and everybody's like wow you took that like a champ and i didn't want to tell them my back cracked so many times like spots i couldn't get it feels fantastic i was like oh yeah it's no big deal at all i was shit scared but my back afterwards it felt so good
2: (laughs) true story i am about an inch shorter than I was when I was 21 years old. And it's because of rugby and how compact my spine is. I'm literally like I was about almost 5'10 and now I'm like 5'9. Sure, you guys
1: always argue about that. Go
2: on. Yeah, (laughs) but it was literally my spine. And one of the things that I, that my chiropractor, because I have to go to the chiropractor and I have to straighten myself out at least once a month, every two months I'll go and they, crack my entire body then I go to the masseuse and get everything going and sure enough he was looking and he's like oh dude from your c3 to c5 you've got compression you've got compression down here and he would press on it and he put me in almost like a vice where they put this thing on your head and then a thing on your hips and on your legs and they just they lay you down and they stretch you out and I bet you that was the same feeling because my back from top to bottom goes like, all the way from the top oh. to the top. And you just feel oh, yeah. just like, like this gas release of air that comes out. And it's wonderful. And you feel good for a couple of days. So, that's probably the same thing. It was just like an instant, let me straighten out your back and all the things that you did to it. Fantastic, oh, dude. Yeah. I'm super excited, Matt. It, it's, it's a long time coming, man. It, it really is. It's, fuck, man. It's, it's been almost a year. And- yep. It's going to be, I know it's going to be weird because you're going to be a lot taller than I expect you to be. And I'm going to be a I, lot shorter than I've you. I've been expected. walking
1: around the last week and, and short guys. I go, how tall are you? Yeah. The guy just looks at me. He's just some stranger. I, I go, how tall are you? The guy's like 5'10". And I just stand there for a minute and I go, okay.
2: All right. Thanks. All right. He's <laughs> shorter yeah. than this guy.
1: I'm both there. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Wednesday. Episode 117 in the books. Saturday's podcast, we will be playing a game. Don't forget, uh, if you have any questions for us for mailbag, don't forget you can send them to PackersWithoutBorders at Outlook.com or send it to our DM at Borders Packers. Uh, questions, comments, send them our way. Don't And uh, what is it? You got to go to Spotify and leave a review?
2: Spotify would be great. Apple. Would be fantastic. Thank you for all the reviews on Apple. We're actually continuing to climb up that little leaderboard there now. So please keep leaving those reviews. It really does help us a lot. Spotify is tied to the Anchor app that we do use. So um, they take that into consideration as well. Don't forget Packers Without Borders on Patreon um there is uh new episodes that we just posted we try to do at least two a month sometimes there's more it's just sometimes we go over time and we just talk a bunch of stupid shit that can't really air but we do air it anyway behind the curtain so there's next
1: there's, week uh, on the 7th oof. we have we have jess brylis the inventor out- manufacturer i'm, I'm doing it right now i'm doing it yeah, right now shit. i don't care jess brylis hardcore carnivore She will be doing a full show with us. She's got some recipes. She's got some hints, tips, tricks. You are not going to want to miss this, okay? This is hardcore. If you are a barbecue, a griller, a smoker fan, you're going to love the hardcore barbecue, uh, the hardcore carnivore. I know uh, Bruce just got the hardcore carnivore black this mm-hmm. is a staple. If you don't have this in your cupboard, you are doing things wrong. I can I can promise you that she will be on uh, next week uh, today. Next week today's uh, episode, the episode before Bruce and his wife get on the plane. Actually, how do you like that? Isn't that crazy. Do that episode. Get on a plane. Get to the border. Call me and say all the roads are flooded. Actually, no. They they reopened that highway. I was kind of talking to you about. They reopened mm-hmm. it. They got the flooding situation uh, solved. Yeah, but- A lot
2: of stuff happens in 24 hours.
1: A lot happens in 24 hours, yeah. So I'm
2: actually going to be using that Hardcore Carnivore, the black, today because Matilda, for her graduation, wants, because she's she's smart, wants steak and potatoes and veggies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I got Uh, some skirt steak, some arrachera that I'm going to be rubbing down, and I will be making some Hardcore Carnivore charcoal... You're going to love it. Today. I will You're going to love it.
1: It is today. so good. It is so good. Yeah. Uh, uh, next week's episode on uh, Monday, the barbecue will be uh, my brisket.
2: Dude, that looks so good. That my little ring is awesome.
1: Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? My, you know it's good when the kids at 10 o'clock at night go into the fridge and they get more. Mm-hmm. Then you know it's good. They bypass the Twinkies. They bypass the chips. they go right for the brisket that's when you know it's good
2: yeah the brisket that i made with that wagyu beef that i just it's gone like it was four pounds and it's literally gone they just kept making like they would grab bread little hawaiian rolls and just slap it on their coleslaw and just you know it's like didn't you guys already just eat they're like it's so good yeah Yeah. right wait till you
1: get that hardcore carnivore on there they're going to be huge huge fans of it The uh, episode 117 in the books. See you guys on Saturday. Batman will make his return on Saturday. And maybe the Riddler, too. Hey, Batman,
2: you ready for Saturday?
1: Yeah. Sweet. There you go. There you go. Right there. Right out of the bat's mouth. Peace. Go back out. Adios. This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love
2: each other. And go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide. Cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego.